This is the Bent on Better Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the Bent on Better Podcast, where better means becoming the best you. And now your host, the guy who addresses his wife as beautiful with a capital B, Matt April. What is going on, Better Nation? Matt April here, and joining us today is a longtime friend of mine, Bob Serena. Bob is an impact entrepreneur who focuses on using business to catalyze change. His projects range from sustainable agriculture to financial market trading to mobile app development. The Biochar Company, one of his businesses, is one of the 11 finalists in the Richard Branson $25 million Virgin Earth Challenge. They make soil products for farmers and gardeners that reduce fertilizer and water needs while increasing yield, all while reversing climate change. Additionally, Bob has signed with Outlier Audio and will be launching personally branded audio recordings and an ebook in the coming weeks. Bob is truly bent on better. Bob, I've given Better Nation just a little insight. So take a moment, share a bit more about yourself, and then we'll get into the show. Hey, Matt, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I, you know, for a long time, I've just been really focused on how can I use this limited time I have on Earth to make the biggest amount of difference, to, to make the, to live to the greatest version of myself. You know, every single, you, you can always five, find $5 on the ground, but you can never find five seconds. And so uh, once I started really wrapping my mind around I'm here once and I need to just exert my existence to the maximum capacity that it can. I've never looked back because there's truly no richer way to live. Um, and, uh, you know, whether that means just, you know, just getting super focused and working really hard or, or taking a moment to, to stop and sharpen the saw, um, you know, what I try to do is just sink my teeth into whatever I'm doing every single second of, it, of the day and do it to the best of my ability. Um, so that's taken me to lots of different opportunities from, uh, like you gave in, in my introduction, thank you very much for that, uh, ranging on all different topics because I truly believe that whatever gives you life, if you sink your teeth into that, you can give life to other people. And that doesn't have to be just in one specific discipline or one specific focus. It's on anything that gets you energized and excited to be alive. I can feel the passion coming through in your voice <laughs> so much that it's just sending my uh, my volumes off the charts. So um, thank you for bringing that that energy. Now, Bob, we start every Bent on Better podcast with a motivational mantra or success quote. So please share with us, share with our listeners your choice of motivation and why you chose that specific quote or mantra. So I'm going to give you two things, Matt. The first thing I'm going to give you is is one of my favorite quotes, and then I'm going to uh, give you uh, my affirmation that I say to myself throughout every single day, multiple times. Um, so the quote that I'm going to that I'm going to share with you is by Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, this guy, he's, his mind is incredible, uh, and, and he's really shaped the way that I, I approach things. Um, and what he said is, "I want to stand as close to the edge as I can without going over." Out on the edge, you see all kinds of things you can't see from the center. That just really resonates with me uh, because if you're, if you're caught in the, in the average, you can never have amazing. 
And like I said, I'm here once. I don't want to just trudge through and do normal things. I want to get on the edge. I want to be I want to be on the bleeding edge, the cutting edge of life and just be constantly just aware and present and in depth in the moment. Um, and so, uh, you know, Mark Twain said something really great. I'm not going to try to quote him exactly, uh, but it's something along the lines of, uh, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, take a moment and reconsider what you're doing because it probably isn't the best thing. Um, and, and I really believe that that, that goes in tandem with this quote right here. Um, and then the, 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 the personal affirmation that I do to my, for myself all, all day, I'd like to share with you. Uh, this gives me a lot of, uh, it, it changes my state. It changes my, my mind. It gets me into a certain kind of, uh, existence. It's I, Robert James Serino am tirelessly ambitious, committed and convicted to invoking greatness into this world. Success and righteousness flow through me as a raging torrent from an infinite pool of inspiration. No circumstance or hardship can deter me from my path. I have the power and the love to create my own reality and enrich that which surrounds me. And whenever I say that, it just, it just, I just feel this immense amount of power come into my existence where as soon as I say that, I'm just ready to go. I'm just so focused. I'm present. I believe that I can do the things that I believe I can do. And then I go and I execute. Wow. I am just jumping out of my chair right now, Bob. You should have told me to stand up for that, man. That was that was amazing. And you know what? I just want to touch on one thing um, that you that you mentioned within your quote, it, and it was a powerful quote. So many of us operate in our day to day lives with with blinders on. We just we just trudge through everything, just thinking that we have to get to the end of the day and then rinse and repeat for the next day. And I love that you live on the edge because you can see so much more when you put yourself out there, when you reach your neck higher, when you just take a stand and and do something against the grain. So well said, Bob. Now, Bob, what I'd like to get into is a moment in time where you were not as focused on being better. Take us to that exact moment in time so that we can feel as though we were there with you and understand what was going through your head and how you were. Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, I've always been really a very, very uh, intense person, <laughs> very high energy person. Um, and uh, so that took that took form in different ways and that's changed and evolved over time. Um, but, but what it used to be was uh, I, I was always thinking about the future. Um, I, I was, I was, I had a lot of trouble being present because I was, I was, you know, playing a lot of sports. I played in bands. Um, I was doing all kinds of community stuff, but, uh, but I was, I wasn't comfortable in the here and now I was always thinking about, well, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Uh, and, and that was, that was something that was a bit of a challenge. Um, uh, but I mean, I had, a, I had a, I had a great time. I was, I had some great friends, uh, but I wasn't necessarily building towards something specifically. I was just, I was just constantly just kind of going with it, so to speak. What was it that motivated you or inspired you to make that change to, um, to focus more on, uh, the now and to also focus on building towards something in the future and have a, a set goal? What, what was it that motivated you and inspired you to make that change? Oh, that, that's a great question, Matt. Um, it was a very, very clear cut moment for me when it happened. Uh, when I, when I, when it was, it was that clicking moment where all of a sudden it was just like, Holy cow, I can do something amazing here. And, uh, and I, I the, what happened was 
Um, I made a big mistake um, to to, bear, to spare the details, uh, and I was I was on the phone with my dad. I was in Michigan, and he was uh, he was in Pennsylvania, and I, and I called him and I told him, and he was disappointed, and you know all these things, and I and I felt guilty and I was ashamed, and he just he became very very curt with me, and he said, "Bob, decide who you want to be, and be it." And, you know, it was a half hour long conversation, but that is, that is the only part of it that I really remember. And I can remember it with clear detail because it was that, that moment that I realized that I was in control of who I became, of who I am working right now to be. And so I, I never, I always thought of it like it wasn't up to me to do that, where I was just kind of going through it and I was just going to get to the end at one point in time and then I'd be done. But when my dad was like, decide who you want to be and be it, all of a sudden, the power was put into my hands, the power to, to shape the story of Bob Serino. It became very clear to me that the only person who can do that is me. It, that's not anybody else's responsibility. That's nobody else's – they don't even have the power to do that. Only I have the power. And what I realized is that – that I had spent a lot of my life being unaware that that possibility existed. And so I sat there and I was like, I was like, there's a lot of people that I look up to. I've always been, you know, kind of the, the, the hero worshiper, if, if you want to say that, where if there's someone who's amazing, like Martin Luther King, like I, I, I study that guy. He's amazing. I like, he inspires me. He's a mentor to me, George Washington, you know, this, this kind of thing. I didn't think that I could become one of those people, but as soon as I realized that I had the power to shape who I was and where I was going in life, I realized that maybe I could make one of those stories. What if what if years down the road, you know, whether they know it was me or not, what if I could have such a powerful existence that things were different when I was done? And that responsibility is completely in my hands, you know. So, so then I started looking into what the word "decide" really meant, uh, because that was such an operative word in that statement. Decide who you want to be and be it. It's not decide who you want to be and then you know maybe you'll come come across it one day. No, no, no be it right here and now. So, what the word "decide" means, what the Greek uh, uh, roots come from is "kaidre," which means to cut, and "day," which means off. So, the word "decide." literally translates to cut off and a lot of us including me especially is i'd be like yeah you know i think i'm gonna do this and then it was such a soft decision such a soft commitment where the alternative still existed where it was like yeah i'd like to do this but you know if i don't that's okay because i'll just do this anyway but decide means to literally cut off that other existence of what you do not desire to become reality and so when I was like, well, who do I, who do I want to be? Let me decide that. Nothing else exists in my mind. Now, I mean, I'm a human, so I have weak spots where, you know, I sit there and I was like, ah, you know, my belief level isn't 100% there. But at that moment, I realized that I could cut off things that I didn't want to fully invest myself in a future and in a now where I existed as the person I desired to be. And that was a very formative moment in my life. Bob, I loved that quote that your dad said, and I, I had to write it down because I'm going to make sure that our listeners heard it again. Decide who you want to be and be it. I mean, that's so powerful in itself. 
And you have to realize that you do have the power of possibility within you. You are the one who decides whether or not you can be whoever you want to be. Remember, you guys, you are not a tree. You can move and change anything you want in your life. You can do it. You're not set in the ground with roots deep, 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 deep down. You can move. You can be something much greater than than you could ever imagine. And as long, all it takes is your is your mindset and making the decision. So, Bob, thank you for that awesome and inspiring words. Yeah, and you know, I I think that uh, just just to uh, continue on that a little bit, what you said just made me think of of, of what somebody told me the other day. Um, they made an analogy of of getting in the flow of who you are, getting flowing and and just vibing in your own existence is something that that is challenging. But as soon as you start doing that, then your life starts changing dramatically. Uh, Because the truth is, you are not set 100% in your identity as it stands today. That is changing. Who you were yesterday is different than who you are today. And as soon as you start to realize that that's okay, that you can change, that you have the ability to change, then it becomes less frightening and less scary to maybe let go of an old identity. You know, some people, they identify with failure. And that's something where, you know, a lot of people go, oh, well, that's not me. And it's like, well, actually, a lot of us have this fear and we identify with that fear. And we're so we're so invested in that. We put our roots so deep into bad soil where we can't even imagine an existence in a different soil that's potentially more fertile where we go from you know from from a tree to a rose or from a you know from one thing to another thing and so that getting in the flow of who you are is to go to the soil that is best for you and to grow out of that and the way that this individual relayed that information to me is we are in this current like a river and we are sitting there and the first thing is to get in it first of all to get off of the sturdy land even if it's the wrong land and you feel secure there, it's, it's a lot of people are scared to leave it and to get into the river, get into the flow. And then once you're in the flow, a lot of people will hold on to the roots of the tree on that land extending into the river. And they'll say, okay, I'm in the river. But it's like, no, you're still holding on. That's not the point. The point of being in the flow is to have the energy and the power of that optimal existence of you and to let go of anything else that's holding you back. And the only way that you can do that is to cut the root off and just go with the channel of water. And once you are able to tap into that, then you are inexhaustible because it is not your own power that is propelling you. It is the power of existence that is pushing you forward. And the only way to do that is to completely kill your ego and be malleable and plastic in your identity until you hit the spot where it is your sweet spot and you're in the flow. Bob, where do you get your inspiration? What is your favorite source of inspiration? It's love, Matt. It is love, 100%. What I've found is that there's a lot of things that you can give out in the world where at the end of the day you feel, you feel tired and you feel exhausted. And you might feel good in your ego and in your mind saying, yeah, I just expended myself. But the, but the most inexhaustible force in this world, the most inexhaustible power source is love because – a lot of things in, in, in the human realm of their understanding of, of existence is, is uh, this kind of – if you want to think of it as like an economic view where things are scarce and you run out. 
And so all of a sudden we're fearful of running out and, we're, and we become tired and, it's a, and it's, a, it's a degrading, deteriorating system. But the true existence is that of not economy but of ecology where one and one equals three, where you divide something in half and you get two holes, not two halves. So like when a, when a cell divides into two cells – now you have two different organisms. Where if, if you took a dollar and you split a dollar in half, you now you just have two halves of a dollar. You will never make more. Love is not an economic thing. Love is an ecological thing. Love is something that is that is inherent to existence and reality in its fabric. Whereas it, the economic, the scarcity, the there is no abundance kind of mentality that is a completely human constructed thing that is not the truth. The truth is that that the, the truth is that the truth is inexhaustible and the truth is love. Because love is the truly the place where you can let go of yourself and take on the rest of the world in the equivalent manner as yourself to the point where there is no difference between me and this other thing. There is no difference between me and you. Matt, we share the same world right now. I am existing in this moment because you are existing in this moment. If I was not here doing this, you would not be here doing this. That means that you are as crucial to my existence right now as I am crucial to my existence. And that is completely inexhaustible. So Bob, what is something right now that you love that you're just super excited about that you want to share with everyone to share with our listeners? What is something that has you super fired up, super pumped, and that you are just so in love with that you want to share with everyone? Well, honestly, it's, uh, it's just growth in general. Whatever that means, you know, that comes in a lot of different forms. Uh, but, but what I've been really spending a lot of my time and energy on is just becoming the best version of me. Because as soon as I can give myself entirely and I can give my, the best version of myself, then I am making the greatest impact and fulfilling my own existence to the maximum of, of its capacity. And so there's a couple of different ways that I'm doing that. You know, the biochar company, um, I mean, that's something that's extremely exciting. I mean, I mean, we're talking about changing the face of agriculture forever. Uh, this is the first time where, where the, the large-scale agriculture has an opportunity to do something that is going to have a long-lasting, um, regenerating effect, where a lot of times we're taking and taking and taking, uh, where every year we need to do more fertilizers, more water, more GMOs, more of this thing. The, the biochar, when that's put into the soil, it increases the fertility of the soil naturally every single year more and more and more so that you have to use less and less and less. And this is something that can integrate into the existing system as it stands today. Um, so that's got me really excited. You know, I'm trying to win this $25 million prize by Richard Branson. Um, and uh, this year we partnered with the largest organic fertilizer company, uh, granulated organic fertilizer company in the U.S. And we're going to be launching products, uh, real big release this year. Um, that's got me really excited. And, and honestly, Matt, something that, I, that I'm extremely excited about is, is, this, is this idea of, of having this personal brand. Um, you know, what I'm focused on right now is creating resilience and independence in my life in every single manner, one of which, other than my, the, other than my soul, is my income. And so, uh, you know, what I, what I realize is that uh, people have found value in my words. And so if someone finds value in something that I do, well, then that means that I can potentially transmute that value 
from uh, from you know whatever value it is into the value of currency, which can help me fuel all the projects and get the resources to build the things that I desire to build. And so I'm looking forward to launching this personal brand uh, with audio recordings and, and books where I can share uh, some of the things that I'm observing and some of the things that fill up my cup of life uh, with other people as well. So those are two things I'm really excited about right now. Bob, can you just give our listeners a place where they can go to learn a bit more about biochar? Because it sounds like this is something that really needs to uh, that people really need to know what it what it is and and why we're why you're working on really growing the the biochar name. Sure, sure. Um, so you can go to uh, our website, which is soilreef.com. Um, or you can go to my YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash biochar Bob. <laughs> so my job, uh, one of my jobs in the biochar company is to, uh, show how biochar is impacting, uh, the people and the projects who are using it. Um, so I do a lot of traveling. I've gone to Haiti. I've gone to Mexico. I've gone to Costa Rica. I've gone to Hawaii. Uh, we got a lot of trips coming up this year. I'm going to Costa Rica again. I'm going to Uganda, Congo, Kenya, um, and potentially Zambia uh, over the next six months um, to start putting uh, this this biochar stuff um, in the hands of the farmers who who it truly does impact their lives in a lot of different ways, not just in their farms but in their homes as well. So feel free to go by that YouTube page and check that out. I also have a Facebook page for Biochar Bob, so you can just look that up as well. So now before we get into the next part, I just want to take a quick break. The Bent on Better podcast is brought to you by you. Head on over to bentonbetter.com to see how you can keep getting better and subscribe to our email list. Now I'd like to introduce you to the speed round where I will ask you a series of questions and effort to provide the audience with the most value in the least amount of time. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Bob, what was holding you back from becoming better? Matt, what was really holding me back, and, and this is this is something that, that I know a lot of my friends struggle with and I struggle with as well, is not being completely present. If I'm not able to be to keep my fingers on the pulse of the here and now, how could I ever respond to the opportunities that come by my way? If I'm focused on yesterday and worrying about tomorrow, then that means that I'm not paying attention right now to all the things that I could be doing to build my future. So, you know, and, and this is where a lot of my energy comes from is the here and now because not only am I allowed and am I enabled to become aware of all opportunities to add value, to, to, to jump on a solution, to do those kind of things, but also the here and now is beautiful, Matt, and beauty inspires the living heck out of me. If I look, I can look at anything and I can find an immense amount of beauty if you just clear your mind and you're just completely absorbed how the light hits a certain thing or how the sunshine feels on your on your arms as soon as you are grateful for everything that you're experiencing right now the amount of information you are able to collect in a in a second goes up exponentially and napoleon hill defines power as the ability to intelligently direct information and so if I'm not gathering the information of the here and now, then I am powerless. 
if, if there's an opportunity, if, if I'm in a meeting and I'm not listening to what somebody's telling me and I'm just thinking about what I anticipate them to say and I already have my response formed and that's all I'm thinking about and I'm just, I'm like, all right, come on, get on with this so I can say my thing, then I'm not able to serve them to the best of their ability. So that means that I'm not able to take advantage of that opportunity to the best of my ability as well, which means that I can't build and I can't make as much progress as I would like to. Being present is so key because that's where you win. You don't win tomorrow. You win today. As soon as you say, I'm going to be successful tomorrow, that means you lost today. That means you failed today. And I can fail a hundred times in a day, but as long as I keep going, then that means I'm still successful. But as soon as I put that success off to tomorrow, then I've lost. And that's not being present. Bob, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? A hundred percent books, 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 books. So I, I, I've been, I've been uh, doing this thing I call living with a book rather than just reading them where, you know, I used to read, uh, you know, I used to get all these books and I'd like, be like, okay, I'm just going to try to tr- plug through all this information. I have good retention, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to read this book as fast as I can and I just chug through it. I've completely rejected that, Matt. Now what I do is I call it living with a book. Uh, this was inspired by Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee said, "Knowing is not an or knowing is not enough. You one must do." Uh, and and another person said, "To know and not to do is to have never known at all." And so if I'm li- if I'm reading this book and it's giving me advice and it's and it's putting thoughts in my head, if I'm not going through my day and applying those then I'm not actually learning it. I'm not actually reaping the fruit that I am uh, of the seed that I'm sowing and reading it. So what I'm doing is I, I sit down in the morning, every single morning and every single night, and I read, first of all, I read my goals. Second of all, I read my accumulation of wealth statement. Third of all, I read my ideal lifestyle statement. And, and lastly, I read my affirmation. And so that puts my mind in the context of who I am, where I'm going, and what I'm trying to accomplish. And then I read a book, and I read it, and people say, well, how long do you read, Bob? Well, I read until I'm done because I'm not here to try to finish chapters. I'm here to make progress in my life. So I read until I feel like I've gotten the right amount of information for me to go and apply that day. And so if I have the context of my goals and my lifestyle and my, my, my path, then I'm able to read that book, apply it to that, and then go through my day and practice it. And man, has that been catalyzing so much growth in my life. And then at the end of the day, I go and I read again and I read my goals and all that other stuff. And I'm able to take all of my experiences, everything that I've, I've done as far as practicing what I've applied, and I'm able to package that all, process it, reflect, and put it away for me to bring back out in the morning. What is your favorite internet resource or app? Uh, Matt, I, I've been uh, I've been using Spotify and SoundCloud a lot. Um, what I like to do is when I wake up and I'm making my breakfast, I'll listen to some motivational speakers on SoundCloud. Like le- I've been I've been listening to a lot of Les Brown and Zig Ziglar recently, and uh, you know they they just they just get my mindset in such a such a lethal. Uh, state. It's awesome. Um, and then uh, I love Spotify because I'm able to just, uh, I, I put I put on these these different playlists that get me in the mood, get me in the flow. Um, and I've been really enjoying those. And I also, I, I like to use Instagram. I like to, <laughs> I like to say that I use Instagram strategically where um, 
you, you are whatever you collect your mind around. Where your thoughts exist, that's where you exist. And so I use my Instagram to feed myself things that, that, that I that inspire me. So, you know, I don't look at things that, that are kind of trashy or are just kind of wasting time. But if, if it gets me excited on my Instagram, then I absolutely put it right there. And, and I'll just go through my feed and just get totally inspired and then go out and just, just go again. <laughs> awesome. I love that. I'm the same way with my Instagram. I have my, of course, I have my friends who I follow, but I also make sure that I follow things and inputs that are that are good for me to see and to read and to be and it really allows me to improve my day when I'm scrolling through because it's such a quick second of just um, possibly inspiration or, or, or a workout tip or something along those lines so that's great totally your inputs determine your outputs absolutely Bob if you could recommend just one book to our listeners what would it be think and grow rich hands down talk about a book that is a game changer I, this book, I've been reading this book every single day for the past two years. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so crucial. And, and, and if you've never thought like this before or gotten into this mindset, this is the book that really just put me in my sweet spot and really showed me how to go and just get what I desire. Bob, the final question here. Imagine you woke up one day in someone else's body. You still have all of your current knowledge, but you're in a situation that requires improvement. You may be unfit, unwell, undermotivated, or just simply want to get better. What are the first three things you would do to start improving your life? Well, the first thing, I really like this question, Matt. <laughs> um, the first thing that I would do is I would, I would be calm and I would observe. And I would just take a complete inventory of everything around me. I would completely sink myself in the present. And then what I'd find is what are the things that, are, that make me feel good and what are the things that don't make me feel good. Now, not in a pleasure-seeking way, but in a life-fulfilling way. Um, and then what I would do is once I identified the things that, that, that I wanted to pursue and I wouldn't pursue, the next thing I would do is I would map out my circle of influence Versus my circle of concern. So I want to go and, and achieve this. So so what what do I have uh, influenceable right now? Versus what am I? What concerns me? And then how can I grow my circle of influence to the point where it consumes my circle of concern? Um, so that would cause me to do the 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 last step, which would be uh, I would identify the path the goals and the milestones in how I would grow my influence and take massive action immediately and invest myself a hundred percent in getting there. Taking massive action is what's going to allow you to really move forward in life because knowledge is great by itself. Knowledge is, is wonderful, but knowledge without action is useless. Knowledge with action is power. And I love what you just said. You'd have to identify your paths, goals, and influence to be able to take your massive action. So well said, Bob. Bob, before we end the show, what would be your one parting piece of guidance? Please give the best way listeners can connect with you, and then we'll call it a day. Awesome. Uh, my, my parting wisdom that I would like to impart <laughs> would be find the thing that fills you with life and do that 
Because as soon as you tap into that thing that gives you life, then you can give life to other people. And money is great. People like money. Uh, presents are great. People like presents. But there's nothing that could ever replace giving life and giving inspiration and, and helping someone become the best version of themselves. And the only way that you can do that is to find the thing that gives you life first and then chase that down with everything you have inside of you. And uh, if, if you'd like to uh, you know, follow up with, with a couple of different projects that I'm working on, uh, I would encourage you to go to soilreef.com uh, or stop by my YouTube page to see what I'm doing with Biochar, which is Biochar Bob. Um, I also have a Biochar Bob Facebook page. And lastly, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be launching um, the website for my personal brand with Outlier Audio. So you can go to outlieraudio.com and check that out. Bob, thank you for joining us today and for helping us get a little better. Remember, even though we may be content with our current situation, there is always room to be better. Now it's time to become the best you. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. I had a blast. Thanks for listening to the Bent on Better podcast at www.bentonbetter.com.